This is Eunice Jung, and today I'm talking to KP from Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Welcome, KP. Can you start the conversation about your medical journey regarding maternity and your experience with fat phobia in the medical field? Sure. So I am a mother of two, and I, you know, had children somewhat young, you know, pretty much fully healthy adult, no chronic medical issues, um, you know, no real concerns, um, but found sort of as soon as I got into this process of, you know, needing um, maternity care, that the focus on my weight became a central issue um, and was almost constantly brought up by healthcare providers as something that would present a challenge for me um, and could present challenges and harm to my, you know, then unborn children. Um, And so I think, you know, certainly as someone who has always been a heavier person, I have always been questioned or reminded that, you know, watching my weight and maintaining a healthy lifestyle and diet was important, but it felt like when I ventured into maternity care, that became a huge focus of almost every doctor visit that I had throughout both of my pregnancies. Was there a connection between your maternity journey and the fat phobia you had to go through? I think it definitely intensified. Um, you know, in, in my maternity care experience, um, you know, like I said, I've always kind of been a bit of a heavier person. Um, and so every doctor I've ever seen, you know, my annual physicals for school as a young person, it was always a topic of conversation that watching my weight, maintaining a healthy lifestyle was going to be important for me, um, to avoid medical issues. Um, but it, felt like when I entered into that world of maternity care and where people were talking about, you know, preparing for, uh, you know, like having children and, and making sure that I had a healthy pregnancy, all of a sudden my weight became this very central topic. Um, and it was almost like there was a fear put into me um, about gaining weight during pregnancy. Um, you know, you always see on TV, like pregnant women portrayed as just eating for two or being able to kind of indulge in things that they wouldn't normally indulge in. But as a heavier person, I actually found that was not encouraged. Um, and that it was almost like I, like I was trying to be scared out of like falling into that trope of pregnant women you know, overeating or overindulging because I was already a heavier person. Um, And it just sort of wove its way through all of my doctor visits. Um, And it made me, you know, really kind of have a a hesitancy um, with like opening up and having really honest and clear communication with my healthcare providers, because I felt like if I ever brought up you know, something that I was concerned about or felt like maybe wasn't going well, that it was going to be attributed to the fact that I was a heavier person um, and somehow linked to like a, a behavior that I was engaging in that wasn't good for me or for my baby. 
Um, and so it was really anxiety inducing, um, in a way that I hadn't felt before. So would you say that the emotional damage that you had to go through intensified after your interactions with doctors and their responses? I don't know if I was damaged by it, um, because I really, um, it sort of, I put up a wall almost immediately, um, you know, with one healthcare provider in particular, um, who I saw regularly throughout my pregnancies. Um, and it was like, if I was seeing that provider, the visit was usually much shorter. I didn't ask a lot of questions. Um, I didn't really engage a lot because I felt like the topic was always going to come around to my weight and how that played into the health of me and, and my children. Um, and, you know, I think it, it bears mentioning that, although, like I said, I've, I have always been a, a heavier person that I've never had any of the, you know, sort of chronic illnesses or ailments that are generally attributed to being overweight or obese, um, you know, never had any issues with blood sugar or blood pressure or, you know, any of these things. Um, but yet that just always seemed to be this central focus of talking about my pregnancy journey and my experience. So, you know, for example, I had sciatica pretty badly um, with my first pregnancy and I, you know, instead of turning to my healthcare provider, I went to, you know, my network of other mothers that I knew who had, you know, experienced this during pregnancy and was asking them for advice instead of going to my healthcare provider, because I felt like my healthcare provider was going to tell me that I was having this issue because I was, I was fat, you know? <laughs> and so just, um, I think, I wouldn't go so far as to say that there was like emotional damage, but just that my experience with my healthcare provider, my preparedness for um, labor and delivery was all really diminished because I didn't have a comfortable relationship with my provider. And I wasn't really asking all of the questions that I had as a new mom um, to the person who I feel like really should have been central to, you know, the care team that was preparing me to, to give birth and to, to take on this, you know, new role of, of motherhood. Yeah. How do you think it could be improved or the response of the healthcare providers could be improved in the future or in the future, when you have to approach them for a similar incident, what would you be expecting them to be more like? Well, I think it's sort of a symptom of how we do healthcare here that, you know, many people are often subject to find providers that fit within whatever support they have for healthcare. So if that's whatever providers are local to them that they can access by transportation, whatever providers are, you know, participants in their medical insurance. And so, you know, certainly for me and my experience, that resulted in having a different um, OB than I'd had for, you know, my primary gynecological care prior to becoming pregnant. Um, you know, it wasn't my primary care doctor. It wasn't someone who had a long history with me as a patient. 
And so, you know, from the patient side of things, if I could speak to providers, you know, what I would say to them is really encouraging them to get to know their patients better um, in, in a more holistic way and not just looking at the number on the scale the first time that they come into the office or their physical appearance, but really getting an understanding of what is the family health history here? What is the personal health history here? And how is that going to impact pregnancy potentially? Um, you know, and it's not to say that conversations about healthy diet and exercise and, um, you know, maintaining a good balance during pregnancy isn't important. It certainly should be part of the conversation, regardless of the body type or weight of the patient. But that when that becomes a central focus, um, it can be really triggering. It was for me um, and really shut me down um, to communicating with the with the provider. So that would be something that I think could be improved is just a more holistic look at who the patient is and what their history um, may tell, um, and then making informed decisions about how to advise patients, you know, through their maternity journey or their, you know, health journey in general. Would you like to leave any last minute comment for those who may be empathizing with your experience right now? You know, I think I have two children and my first pregnancy, um, I will say I, I definitely allowed my experience to shut me down a bit um, in terms of my communication and advocacy for myself. And, you know, then with a couple of years of being a mom and, and staying healthy and raising a healthy kid under my belt, um, during my second pregnancy, I was a little bit more empowered, um, felt a little more sure of myself to really advocate. Um, and I wish I'd had that experience with my first pregnancy. So what I would say to people is just that, yes, medical providers are, um, you know, highly knowledgeable and educated people, but we live in our bodies every day and we really need to trust our own instincts about, um, what type of care is best for us um, and where we need to focus our energies, especially um, throughout the experience of pregnancy. Um, it's such a, a huge responsibility to um, create new life, right? Um, and that if that experience is sort of allowed to be infiltrated by these anxieties and external pressures from others to be hyper-conscious of your body and the way that that it looks and the way that it functions, um, you know, that that can really derail the enjoyment of the experience and the, I think the fullness of really being present in those moments and, um, and advocating for yourself. So I would just encourage people to, to listen to their own instincts in that way. Well, thank you for a great ending of the interview today, KB. Thanks for having me.